As the human population grows, so do our needs, especially food. As you all probably know, there are many ways that humankind has fed itself over the thousands of years for which we have existed, beginning with primitive hunter-gatherer tribes, shifting into the domestication of plants and animals and subsistence farming during the Neolithic Revolution, transitioning into more mechanized farming methods during the Industrial Revolution, and resulting in our current method of feeding our species, a highly mechanized agricultural industry involving genetic engineering and modifying the genetic code of our crops and animals to bring in the largest yields. Now, in the second half of the 20th century and gaining greater attention in the 21st century, a new method of farming is receiving more, even more public attention, hydroponics. I'm your host, Chase, trying to avoid severe sleep deprivation, and in this podcast I will do my best to address the question of how humanity will feed its growing population in the years to come. For those of you who don't know, hydroponics is the cultivation of plants in a nutrient solution as opposed to soil. There are multiple ways of achieving this, the main three being nutrient film, ebb and flow, and hydroponic wick techniques. Perhaps you may have seen food labeled as hydroponically grown in stores more frequently and started wondering what actually makes these hydroponically grown fruits and vegetables different from ones that are traditionally grown. You may have also noticed that they typically cost a bit more than regular foods too. So let's start with that, the purely economic side of hydroponics. According to Terrascope, although hydroponics require significant investment costs, which is likely one of the main drivers of those higher prices, the operation of a hydroponic farm is less expensive than a traditional one in the long run. In a representative model, aquapon farm, similar to hydroponics but including fish into the process, 49% of total investment costs are from building the facilities and 80% from the hydroponics inset facilities. And to avoid confusion, that 80% also includes parts of the facility dedicated to the hydroponics component. The total investment cost of this model aquaponics farm was $217,078 US dollars. The largest contributor to operating costs is labor, accounting for 50% of all operating costs. The revenue of hydroponics is highest with leafy greens, which comes in at 46%, while tomatoes typically yield a 10% profit margin. According to another article from PR Newswire, which cited a report from Transparency Market Research, quote, the global market is expected to be worth 12,106.5 million US dollars by the end of 2025, from 6,934.6 million US dollars in 2016. During the forecast period of 2017 to 2015, the global market is expected to register a CAGR of 7.5%. With an increasing demand for locally grown fresh vegetables, hydroponics has been on the rise and becoming more central to our supply of food. For the purely economic side of things, it is safe to say that hydroponics is a growing and profitable market, albeit a little bit more complex. But what about the environmental side of things? Is hydroponics any better for the environment than traditional farming, or is it just different with its own equally bad drawbacks? According to the Princeton Student Climate Initiative, 70% of water usage is dedicated to agricultural production, largely due to inefficient and unsustainable irrigation methods. Rainforests and other ecosystems are being raised to make space for flatland to cultivate crops on, and if the use of land for agriculture continues to rise at a linear rate, 593 million hectares of land will need to have been converted to farmland to supply enough food for humanity by 2050. This wouldn't only destroy biodiversity and likely lead to hundreds of species going extinct, but it would release millions of tons of CO2 that have been stored in said trees and plants back into the atmosphere, further worsening the climate crisis. 
quote the Princeton Student Climate Initiative article, keeping crop production in a controlled environment enables trained scientists in advanced climate control technology to optimize the inputs of water, nutrients, and light fed to the plants, end quote. This aspect of hydroponics makes it far more efficient than traditional farms, saving on the raw resources used to sustain the farm alone, with hydroponic farms often wasting up to 90% less water than traditional farms do. Hydroponic farms are also able to do something that would simply be pointless to attempt with traditional farms. They can stack vertically, allowing them to produce upwards of 3 to 10 times more per square meter than traditional farms, all while conserving land usage. Hydroponic farms are also isolated from the local environment, which eliminates the need for pesticides and prevents any fertilizer solution from making its way into the environment. While all these environmental benefits are all well and good, you may be wondering if hydroponically grown foods are as healthy as traditionally grown foods. Short answer, yes. Long answer? According to Aggie Horticulture, the two main advantages of hydroponically grown foods are, quote, one, freshness since they are grown close to retail centers and picked ripe. Two, higher quality, since they are grown in a highly controlled environment, end quote. With hydroponics typically producing foods that spoil faster, they must be closer to markets in order to remain fresh, as well as being close to their industrial material providers, such as the ones that provide nutrient solution, putting them closer to population clusters, like cities. Higher quality because all of the variables in a hydroponic farm can be changed with relative ease when compared to traditional farms, allowing hydroponic farms to optimize their farms to an insane degree. This leads to hydroponic foods often appearing larger and healthier than traditionally grown foods, and they are. So to wrap things up, the main takeaways from this podcast are that hydroponics is still an emerging technology on the rise, with higher initial investment costs and lower operating costs in the long run than traditional farms due to a lack of need for things like pesticides, which can often be a hazard to human and environmental health. The hydroponics industry is expected to grow in the coming years and will be instrumental to feeding all of humanity while preserving the biodiversity of our planet with all of the nutrients required for human development. I've been your host, Chase, and I thank you for tuning into this podcast today. And I also hope that it has satisfied some of your questions about hydroponics in the future of agriculture.